G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, in these recent weeks, we have all been inspired in one way or another to come before God in prayer around the situations that have been developing around the world. Uh, All sorts of challenging situations with one nation rising up against another. But there are some conflicts that have been going on now for some years. And let's give some attention to the unrest that has rocked Myanmar. You might recall a military coup in Myanmar not too long back, and now a Buddhist army in charge. Let's get some thoughts today on how we might pray into situations like that in Myanmar. Robin Johnson leads A Million Praying Men. And joining us once again, Robin, welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. It's great to be back and with your listeners as well. Robin, the situation in Myanmar is no less disastrous than any of the other dreadful things we've been seeing in previous weeks. I wonder if you've got any thoughts on how we might approach prayer for the nation of Myanmar. Um, well, here we go again. I mean, we need to pray for um, for God's mercy into the situation. Again, we've got we've got innocents that are caught up in this. We've got villages that um, uh, are losing their life. Innocent people that are losing their homes. They're actually being driven uh, from their villages and and trying to find shelter and live with their families in the jungle. And so. Uh, you know, concentrating our prayers for these people that uh, we we can ask God to strengthen, that, that God can break through for these people and, and for the church that's there. The, there's, there's a strong church in Myanmar that we, we don't hear a lot about. We've certainly given a lot of attention in recent times to other conflicts like the Russian-Ukrainian conflict and other things that are growing out of that. But it seems as though the world's media has forgotten about the situation in Myanmar, and for some they love to continue to call it Burma. And uh, perhaps we're uninformed about the developments that are happening there. Um, yes. You know, I'm, I'm in contact um, not almost daily, um, several times a week with, with um, our team members there, uh, our church planter that's there. Um, moving about the country at great risks to to himself, um, but continuing to serve Christ, it, it, it's just outstanding. Um, and uh, they've probably seen about five new churches planted over the last couple of years, um, even since this latest coup. And uh, I know that the um, the, the military government. Um, I read somewhere in an interview said that we the the rest of the world should not be calling it a coup, um, but uh, anyway we will. But uh, it took place back in February. Um, this latest conflict started um, 2021, um, 
And uh, so we, we, we have this, again, it's tragic. We've got, we got people suffering, we've got people dying. Um, and we're talking thousands and thousands of, of, of people that are displaced. They're in situations, there's no medication, there's no good water, there's no food, there's, there's money shortages with the government closing the banks. And on top of all that, they're also struggling with the whole COVID issue. It is a Buddhist military junta that's in charge, and I can't help but feel for those Christian minorities. And when we say minorities, they're tribal groups that are dotted around Burma, Myanmar, and and so Christians are on the receiving end often of that. And so when we're on the receiving end, there's a certain sense, and I'll get your opinion here, that how Christians in somewhere like Australia can stand in solidarity with Christian believers who are under intense persecution, as uh, as you say, uh, burning villages, uh, ransacking of homes, all sorts of dreadful things that are happening to oftentimes Christian believers. Yeah, and it's shocking. But but again, it's not just Christians. I know, you know, our focus is for our brothers and our sisters, um, but there are others who would um, class themselves as maybe Hindus or, or even Muslims. Um, and, and people, see, people are being persecuted, regardless of, of, of faith, other than the, the, those that are, that are Buddhists. Um, I saw, um, and I can't remember where I saw it, but the reports of high-ranking military leaders first went to the chief Buddhist priest for his blessing before they started this murderous campaign. It's challenging to think that. And, of course, when there is a coup, let's call it a coup, because I think that's what the world's media primarily does call it, when there is a coup, any semblance of rule of law goes out the window and you have a military uh, dictatorship that takes a hold. And therefore, there are people who are being thrown into prisons without trial. Uh, those are the sorts of people that traditionally Christians have really identified with. Yes, they have. And because we identify with injustice. We serve a God of justice. And, and though we, we don't understand, um, you know, there are things that you know, Isaiah says, his thoughts are not our thoughts, his ways are not our ways. But we trust him. We put our trust in him. And, you know, when we pray every day, my wife and I, when we pray every day for these people, we're just asking to God, you know, bless. There are a lot of specifics. We don't know how to pray. We, we not sure what to pray. But one thing tells us that we will call on the name of the Lord. And, and, and these people are reaching out. I mean, we're even learning from them. I think I was in that situation. Would I would I consider taking up arms? I don't know. I mean, it's to protect my family, obviously. Um, but our church planter, and um, the other week said to me, he said, "Oh, um, he, he said, praise God." He said, even amongst all this fighting, and he just talked about his home village that had just been ransacked by the military, and hearing of, of family and friends hiding in the jungle, he says to me, and and God is teaching me about mercy. And I'm just, 
<laughs> they're just shook me. Shook me to the core. Hey, Robin, when we pray for the divine intervention of God into a conflict, like the one that's going on in Myanmar, Burma, we don't know how that resolution might happen uh, or whether it might not happen at all. Uh, we can't be ignorant that perhaps God allows conflicts because he is doing a work in people. Although if we're in the middle of the conflict, we probably aren't going to see things that way. But the way intervention happens, it doesn't always happen the way we think. Oh, no. And that's it. I mean, you know, God is sovereign. And uh, there's, a, there's scripture in Psalm 66 in verse 12. And the, and the psalm is talking about, you know, good and evil and, and good, um, you know, bad men prospering and all kind of stuff. And, and the psalmist, it's like, you know, God, what's going on? Um, in verse 12, it says, you've allowed our enemies to prevail against us. We've passed through the fire and the flood. Yet in the end, you always bring us out better than where we were before, saturated with your goodness. And it, it seems a contradiction of terms. You know, here, here we are, you know, evil's prevailing. But at the end, he said, I'm, you're, you're going to come out bigger and stronger through this. Is there a simple way, Robin, we might approach prayer when you've got uh, things like circumstances in uh, Myanmar, Burma, that seem impossible, but uh, simple words like mercy and justice and, uh, of course, the prayer for the church, those sorts of things, are they really at the core, at the heart of how we might bring our prayers before God uh, for people who are in these nations? Yes, they are. And, you know, praying, praying for mercy, in other words, standing in the gap for those innocents that are caught up in this conflict um, and asking for the, those divine interventions to, to even protect those people, you know, those that are hiding in the jungles, that, that, that they're being searched if the army is looking for these people, that they wouldn't see them. But God does that kind of thing. I've been in situations where... You know, our, 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 our life was at risk um, to a certain extent, and, and we weren't found. Those from the authorities who were looking for us couldn't find us, and we were very close. So, you know, God does intervene in situations. We're within the prayer for justice. We're asking God that, you know, he's, he's the high court judge, the high court judge. And, and, and to remove these murderous men, these, these tyrants, these, these, these men who's, who, who are driven by demon powers, that, they, that their plans will come to nothing. Let them be dismantled. And, of course, pray for the church, the church in these nations that, that, that are fear, fearlessly and, and boldly preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. That God will continue to, to anoint them. Holy Spirit continue to strengthen them and, 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 and work in their life and, and give them signs and wonders, showing that, that, that he's the God of all power. Hallelujah. Well, it is always good getting wisdom around prayer from you, Robin Johnson. Uh, you lead 
the mission organization called Beyond Here, and you're also heading up A Million Praying Men, the encouragement for believers and especially men to be men of prayer. And when there are things like wars and conflicts that are going on around the world, there's a good reason to be on our knees because there are brothers and sisters in those conflicts who suffer dramatically. Millionprayingmen.com and beyondhere.org.au. You can connect with Robin Johnson, who leads A Million Praying Men, at millionprayingmen.com and beyondhere.org.au. Robin, thanks so much for your insights today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. I have the last word, 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Pray without ceasing. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.